This is what you're fighting for. I mean, every day you're out there. What they're doing is blowing people off. If you continue to look the other way and shut up, then the oppressors, the authoritarians get total control and total power. Because this is just like in Arizona. This is just like in Georgia. It's another element that backs them into a quarter and shows their lies and misrepresentations. This is why this audience is going to have to get engaged. As we've told you, this is the fight. All this nonsense, all this spin, they can't handle the truth. War Room Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Okay, welcome back. We're at the kickoff party for uh, for the Taking Back Trump's America. They're live on the uh, on this great deck on Constitution Avenue, overlooking the nation's capital. You guys remember it's where we did the 2020 election in the uh, bitter cold that night. Dr. Peter Navarro, MTG, the firebrand, and we're joined now by the great Liz Harrington, our former executive editor here at uh, at uh, the War Room, and now uh, chief communication strategist. For President Trump, Peter, I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna toss it to you. You got two of the smartest women and toughest women in Washington D.C. It's the launch of, of of taking back Trump's America. Dr. Peter Navarro, the floor is yours, sir. Steve, uh, honor to be with you here. This is a great sight. Uh, we do have two, literally, of the top field generals to take back Trump's America. MDTG uh, has now become the opening act for Trump at the rallies and doing just a heck of a job. Liz Harrington um, is of the war room tree. She used to work for the show, um, did, did a great job. And now she is faced with uh, the tremendous task of guiding President Trump through the continued thicket of attacks from just about everybody concerned with. So I want to start with, with uh, Liz here. And if you can just give us like a status report on all the attacks coming at Trump uh, from all the direction. It must be um, interesting, to say the least, uh, every day when you wake up to see who's going to hit you next. Can you kind of <laughs> summarize the battlefield right now? Well, yeah. Where do you want to start, right? It's literally uh, all angles. But what else is new? I mean, this has been happening to President Trump, his family, anyone associated with him. Obviously, you know firsthand uh, why we're here to support your book. Um, this has happened because he is the number one threat to the status quo. You know it so well, working in this town. They do not want things to go back to what they were under President Trump's first term, taking the battle to the swamp actually reflecting the will of the people for a change, which I think hasn't been reflected in probably decades before President Trump got on the scene. So it is a daily barrage. They're getting more brazen because I believe they're really desperate. desperate. Yeah. They know. Yes, no they question. know this whole thing is a lie. I mean, look at this Joe Biden interview with 60 Minutes. It's a lie. It's sitting right in your face. 
81 million votes, this whole preposterous idea. And they know the midterms are coming. They're running out of time. This is why these rallies are so important. I don't really care what this barrage of attacks every day in your inbox, what the fake news is trying to spin up, uh, you know, Blue Anon, what they're on to now. I mean, who even knows what they're trying to uh, gin up now? It's like, I don't even know. I don't even know what you're talking about. Right. I see these like email requests for comment. I'm like, I don't even what planet are you living on? People care about what's happening in the country that our country's being destroyed and that President Trump is the one that's standing in the way to stop this it. Question. It's like we know the Democrats are overtly evil. They're coming at us. But this whole problem we've been having with the rhino wing of the Republican Party, Mitch McConnell, uh, particularly on the Senate side, uh, preventing Blake Masters, for example, from Arizona, getting from the financing can and threatening our control of the Senate. Are we winning that war now against the rhino wing, or is that still kind of draining our blood like a vampire? Look, I think we are winning when you're talking about the disconnect between this town where we're sitting and the actual voters, the people on the ground. And it's not even just Republicans. I mean, we're winning independents. We're winning disaffected Democrats. People do not like what's happening to our nation, and they know something's gone horribly wrong. And so these people who sit in Washington think they have this power and they think that they can hold this money over candidates and they can do all these things. The people see right through it. And as long as we go out in person on Election Day, there, there's nothing that they can do. I mean, it's so obvious to people now that people like Mitch McConnell, Chuck Schumer, there's no real difference between that. That's incredible. That, right. That and it's incredible. a sad reality, but it's a reality that I think has been shown to the American people very clearly, and they're not buying the lies anymore. So they know which candidates to support. That's why it's been so important for President Trump to get out there and endorse these candidates, to rally with them, and let people know these are the real deal. They will get in there and shake things up. And that's why they're not getting the support of the Uniparty. Because the last thing the Uniparty wants is people that are actually responsive to the American people and will is, do is something. Blake Masters, the Senate race out in Arizona, which we can win, is he getting support? And is Herschel Walker getting any help from McConnell? And, and what are we doing if not? Because they're, they're critical races. I mean, either one of them could be the difference between Kamala Harris breaking a die and the Republicans holding, holding the Senate. They're, they're so important. And to- oh, absolutely. I just wanted to say, uh, well, Herschel Walker, he, you know, he, Your he's state. in my state. That's right, in Georgia. And he is gaining support. Um, he, he is getting support from the NRSC, so that is a good thing. But Blake Masters hasn't really been. So, But, but like you said, Liz, it's really sad that, that the leader, the Republican leader in the Senate, that there is no difference between him and Chuck Schumer. You know, all he has done is just helped pass right through every single one of Biden's appointees and nominations. He's just helping get them in, shooing them in. And, you know, there's other ones. You know, that's Graham is the same way. That bugs the hell out of me, MTG, because in the Taking Back Trump's America book, I have a whole chapter on how from the very beginning in 2017, when President Trump was trying to get appointees to the departments and agencies of this government so we could drain the swamp, 
McConnell got in bed with Schumer and delayed those appointments and really set us back. Yes, we appointed a heck of a lot of judges and good for McConnell and Trump. But at the end of the day, we were not able to drain the swamp because of that SOB MTG or Liz. It's just unacceptable. And we cannot get discouraged, though, and cannot buy into this narrative that these candidates can't win or it's going to be really, really close. Like, I mean, fight the campaign like it is going to be close, but know that the American people are behind us and they're behind our movement and they're behind our policies. So the suppression polls are going to be out there. Yeah. The narrative is going to be out there that's going to be, okay. oh, it's close enough for them to cheat, right? That <laughs> They can get across the finish yeah. line. Okay. Just, we have to not get into that mindset we have to know that hang on hang on and the winning narrative on our side yeah hang on hang on one second i want to give you some stats to back that up okay nbc did nbc had this uh huge poll over the weekend chuck todd had it up it was on the nbc site and about 10 different news agencies have written this poll up and when they're writing the poll up they talk about how biden's approvals coming up and abortion's a big deal but when you get into the heart of this NBC poll, which is a massive poll, uh, it is it is mind blowing to Liz uh, Harrington, what you just said. And I'm going to read you some statistics and I would love MTG and Liz to respond to it uh, on the topic of border security. The GOP leads by plus thirty six percent on crime. The GOP leads by plus twenty three percent on immigration. The GOP leads by plus 19 percent on the economy and management of the economy. The GOP leads by plus 19 percent on the cost of living and inflation. The GOP leads by 14 percent and on bringing the country together in unity. Wait for it. The GOP leads by plus six percent. Those are the critical issues of this campaign. Some of these are historic blowout numbers. So, Liz, you're absolutely correct. The American people, when we get the word to them, the American people absolutely not just back these policies, they back the GOP and MAGA and President Trump and what MTG is trying to do in the House overwhelmingly. So the question is, how do we get that word out? Because even NBC buried this down on paragraph 30 of their of their own report and didn't even want to talk about it. Uh, Liz, start with you and then MTG. No, it's incredible. You dig into these numbers, we know exactly uh, where we are. We are on the winning side. And the New York Times Siena poll tried to do the same thing. They polled registered voters instead of likely voters to try to say, oh, look, this generic ballot's really closing up. They're talking about President Trump. This is good for the Democrats. They're talking about President Trump. That's good for the Republicans. We want President Trump back. We want, you know, $1.87 gas. We want an actual border that's enforced. We want, you know, trade. We want no inflation, which was so great under President Trump. So this is a lie. It's a sinister lie to try to say, they're getting ready for whatever games they're going to play on November 8th and say, oh, it's actually tightening. It's, a, it's not. And it's exactly all those numbers you said, Steve. And the issues like Congresswoman Green, who's bringing them up, like getting men out of women's sports, no the sex changes from adolescence. I mean, these are winning issues 
we're the we have the only people that are brave enough to talk about them with President right. Trump and and people like Congresswoman Green. That's right. But those are the issues that people care about. Absolutely. You know, I'm, I'm not surprised at all to hear that NBC is burying those numbers because <laughs> that is just that means they're going to lose. But it is suppression polling. Of course, it is. Statistics are anything you want them to be. You can manipulate numbers. You can manipulate who you poll, who you ask questions. I'll tell you right now. I've said all along. I've never been polled before, ever. <laughs> I, no one has ever called me and asked me, because you want to know why? I'd be one of those people voting Republican every single time, and they don't want those numbers out there. But, Liz, it is, it's so interesting, right? That why, why is myself, President Trump, and a few others willing to talk about the issues that people really care about? Because if the Republican Party, if the GOP would message on those issues like keeping the men out of the girls' bathrooms, keeping the boys out of the women's sports, um, no transgender surgeries for children. I mean, that's a no-brainer. That's not controversial. That should just be illegal. It's controversial they even do it in the first place. But these are the issues that drive people to vote, and these are the issues everybody cares about. So I can't understand why, why everyone's not saying it. And it's just common sense, and that's what President Trump has always been about. You know, they always throw out ideologies at him. He says, I'm just for common sense. I'm for making America great again. It's very, very simple. And when you drill down on all of these issues, it's all very consistent. It's doing the right thing for the country, doing the right thing for our workers, for our kids, for our schools. That is what it's all about. And, and there's we, not a race on that. There's right. Not, it does, that doesn't have a skin color. That doesn't have a religion. Let that me, does let me, not divide anyone. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, so that's where, it's that's where up, talking we're about up, these we're up issues, they don't want to unity. talk about them because they actually yeah. know they're quite... Uh, we're up six points on unity, Steve. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Was, no, no, uh, but hang on for a second. Uh, Peter, listen, your book, what, Taking Back Trump's America... The, hang on, Peter, hang on one second. Taking Back Trump's America, the sine qua non, what has to happen first is we have to win. And everybody's been talking about, is something going to happen? They're going to try to pull something. So I want to start with MTG and then go to Harrington and then Peter jump in. Last night on 60 Minutes, Joe Biden said the pandemic's over. The president of the United States or the guy at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue said the, the pandemic's over. Correct me if I'm wrong, MTG. Doesn't he still have an emergency order out there? And that's one of the tricks he's using for, I think, for the, uh, the trillion dollar write off of the deadbeat graduate students, awoke graduate students. If Joe Biden said the pandemic's over, shouldn't the emergency order be lifted right now so we know there can't be any games played about the upcoming election? Ma'am, start with MTG and then go to, uh, go to Liz Harrington. Oh, absolutely, Steve. If the pandemic is over, which, by the way, the pandemic is over, they need to stop vaccinating people in the military and forcing that to happen on anybody. If the pandemic's over, then why does Joe Biden want $22 billion for COVID? That is absurd. We should be spending $22 billion to secure our southern border. Joe Biden talks out of one side of his mouth saying one thing, and then he talks about the other side of his mouth saying something out. And then he talks about out of his rear end saying whatever he thinks in his crazy brain. <laughs> the pandemic is not the issue anymore. It's the Democrats destroying our country is the issue, and that's what we need to end right now. So Joe Biden, is, he doesn't, does he even know what he's talking about? Does he even know? Liz, what do you think? No, it's absolutely absurd. I can't even believe they trot him out on 60 Minutes. It's embarrassing, and they try to clean it up. Uh, for every answer that's a disaster. I mean, his Justice Department, as far as I know, is still in court trying to 
make us wear masks on airplanes again. I mean, they're acting, they want, maybe they're, maybe this pandemic is over. Maybe he's gearing up for the next pandemic, which he says is coming, they right? They tried monkeypox. They tried, but it, nobody's buying But it. the American people are, are so wise to what's going on. They do not trust anyone in this government, certainly not Joe Biden. And I think people are kind of bracing for the next thing that they're going to try to take use to take away our freedoms. And the American people, our eyes are open and we're not going to let it happen again. Well, I hope uh, I hope that uh, Biden doesn't lead us into war. I think one of the craziest things um, he said last night out loud uh, was, was talking about troops in Taiwan. It's like the way Donald Trump was able to keep peace with the communist Chinese, even as we were just kicking the stuffings out of them with tariffs on their economic aggression, was to do the Teddy Roosevelt thing. It's like, walk softly, and they knew he carried a big stick. We got Joe Biden, Steve, doing just the opposite now. He's talking with braggadocio, uh, but he's all he does is show weakness, and, and it's, it, it basically has catalyzed Putin's aggression. It's going to catalyze... Uh, Xi Jinping's aggression, and I think these are. I mean, in some sense, in the, this election, everybody's kind of forgotten about communist China as an issue. But we have to remember a lot of the problems we're facing at its core. All roads lead back to Beijing. So I hope I hope we remember that um, in this November election that we're reminded where that pandemic came from. It came from communist China. With the help of Dr. Fauci. Well, let, let, let me, Thank you, Steve. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me ask, let me start with MTG and then Liz. But MTG, you have said, and I think you were the first guy when, uh, when only Navarro, myself, and a couple of others were, were in, uh, still in D.C. on the afternoon of the 20th of January 2021, when a lot of the other people had left. Um, are you, uh, if, if, when we win with these big margins in the House, are you still prepared to move to, to start the investigations to impeach Joe Biden right off the bat? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We have to move and do that. It, it's absurd not to. The only place that's not popular is is right here in this town. The rest of the country, everybody wants to impeach Joe Biden. He's a he is a complete and total disaster from the border to what he did to this country and our military, how he shamed them in Afghanistan, to selling our strategic petroleum reserves. He is literally selling out all of our oil. And that is that is such a danger for every single American. That's a national security crisis. Joe Biden should be impeached and he should be impeached immediately when Republicans take back the House. And to think that they disgraced the even act of impeachment by using it shamefully and illegitimately against the greatest president we've had, President Donald J. Trump, over a perfect phone call where he is absolutely right about the corruption that still hasn't been rooted out with the Biden family. And he was impeached a second time for telling people to be peaceful, to be peaceful and object to an election that we all know was rigged and stolen. And we never got a chance to air the evidence out uh, on Capitol Hill. So the idea that for all those things you mentioned, the fact that he's destroyed our border, shipped 
uh, illegal aliens all across this country in the middle of the night breaking our laws. The fact that he's self-dealing in China, the fact that he's self-dealing in Ukraine, sending all of this money over there, money laundering, God knows what else. It is such a disgrace, and nobody's even talking about it except for you and maybe a handful of others. It's absolutely uh, let me just, let me offer list need to have accountability. MTG, Liz Harrington just brought up something uh, on. Uh, you've been a big advocate of having real January sixth hearings, not the show trials that have epically failed so badly, but actually have a real series, a real committee, uh, and I think you volunteer for it to do January sixth. But on that January 6th, you talk about everything. You talk about Ashley Babbitt. You talk about the intelligence that Nancy Pelosi had. But particularly, we go back to the beginning. We go back to 3 November. Do you believe that that committee can be set up in the new Congress where we actually adjudicate what you and all the other congressmen and senators were not able to do for those 24 hours, 12 hours in each house, that you would actually have the opportunity to put forward the real information and the real data so we can show the entire world that Joe Biden's illegitimate and that those electors must be decertified uh, in, in an official capacity in Congress in a hearing, ma'am. I would love to do that, Steve. I would love it. It would take a lot of courage from my colleagues, but I'd be I'm on board with that from day one. You know, you know, it was a real failure to the American people. Let's spell this out. For, for the dummies that watch your show and then, then attack you constantly. No dummies watch your war room, by the well, way. Well, no, enemies. The enemies, they love to watch war room. The guys on the left. Yeah. No, show. media <laughs> media matters. Me, media matters. Hold it. Hold it. Media matters and media media matters and media watch it nonstop. Oh, they watch it nonstop. Yeah. They do. So yeah. this is for them. Yeah. The taxpayers pay for the elections. The taxpayers pay for the machines. They pay for the ballots. They pay for the people that work in the elections. The American people own the elections because the American people are the taxpayers. The American people are the voters. They deserve to have the evidence shown in a congressional hearing. They deserve that. This isn't about Republican and Democrat. It's about the American people, and it is their right to have that shown in a, in a hearing. And then we want to go a step further. I want to go a lot further, actually, Steve. Nancy Pelosi, she had the intelligence reports weeks before January 6th saying that there was going to be problems that day, that people had plans. And I want you to know that she pushed them aside. She went and enjoyed Christmas. I'm sure she, her and Paul had a lot to drink. Then she went and enjoyed New Year's Eve, and I'm sure they had God knows how much to drink. But seriously, though, she's the one that failed us all, failed the entire country, and because she refused the request of President Trump, who wanted those, one of the National Guard there, he requested it way ahead of time, and everybody else agreed with him, but it's Nancy Pelosi, she's number one, target number one for January 6th, and this sham committee here, right behind us in this Capitol, they said she is protected. This so-called January 6th committee, where Liz Cheney sold her soul and her whole entire political career, they said Nancy Pelosi is protected, but she will not be protected under a Republican-controlled majority and the committees and the hearings that we're going to do. Nancy Pelosi will not be protected. MTG, go a step further. It wasn't that she's off vacation. I want to know whether there was intention. The only thing that could have stopped 
the Green Bay sweep, as Steve Bannon called it, the legal counting of the votes under the legal protests under the Electoral Count Act, was exactly what happened. So, yeah, let's get to the bottom of January 6th. Why did Pelosi leave the perimeter unguarded? Why was the National Guard so far away that they couldn't respond? And, hey, back to the FBI, why is it there appears yeah. to have been FBI informants possibly instigating violence? I would love this to is know. what I want to know. And, by the way, yeah. I mean, the FBI, I, I want to know why this plot against the president to stop him from even running by building a criminal hoax against yeah. him, will that not... Marjorie Taylor Greene be a subject of an investigation. It absolutely should you be a think, subject. You think yes. the Congress will, the Republican Congress will have the courage to do that? I, I'm so disappointed in them in, in the past. I mean, I sat through four years in the Trump administration watching Lindsey Graham sit on his friggin' gavel, saying he was going to do something, never did anything. And nothing ever happened in the House. Is this going to be different now? They, they allowed they allowed the Russia hoax. They enabled it, they enabled and they it. sat back with their hands crossed and watched it. No, you're 100%. No, Republican-controlled Congress better have the backbone and spine, and I'll tell you why. Our voters will not give us a chance in 2024 if we don't do our job that they're giving us to do, hiring us to do, uh, when we take back the House in 2023. Take back Trump's America. MPG, I know you got to— Under Trumpism. MTG's got to bounce. MTG and Liz, too. MTG, what's your social media? How do people get to you, ma'am? Well, I'm on Getter. I'm on True Social. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. Everyone just look for Real Marjorie Green, Real MTG, or Rep MTG, verified accounts only, and you'll be able to find me. True Social, I'm at Liz, Real Liz last USA. One more point. I mean, that- the FBI can box in Mike Lindell at a Hardee's in the middle of nowhere. Maybe they could, you know, find out who those pipe bombers were. Yeah, or, or what thought. about Ray Epps? <laughs> Ray Epps, everybody. Hold, hold it. Hold it. Yeah. Liz, yeah. Liz, last time we saw you at the MTG and I were at the summit in Missouri. Last time we saw you, you had a bouncing baby on your lap. So we want to thank uh, thank the baby for giving you a little time off to join us Get today. back. <laughs> Get home. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much. Liz Harrington, MTG. (laughs) Thank you guys so much. We're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to be back with Peter Navarro on the roof over on Constitution Avenue. It's the launch of Taking Back Trump's America. We're going to return in just a moment. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. 
None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. War Room Battleground with Stephen K. Bannon. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Okay, welcome back. We're going to go back to the rooftop over on Constitutional Avenue, live in Washington, D.C., overlooking the nation's capital, the launch party for Peter Navarro's new book, Taking Back Trump's America. Remember, his first book was a massive hit. Uh, there's a, they, The publisher now say 100,000 first print order. That is a big deal, particularly for conservative books. This is the blueprint of how we actually win on November 8th and, as importantly, how we govern after that to deserve the votes and all the hard work. Peter, you got two very special guys. Our own Dave Walsh is there and Jacob Wells. Peter Navarro, you take it on Constitutional Ave- at Constitution Avenue, sir. Thank you, Admiral. And, and the other thing that's absolutely critical to take back the Trump White House in 2024 is to take back that building for the taxpayers and the people of this country in 2022. So I know you, Admiral, and me focus like a laser beam 
on taking back the House of Representatives for Trump Republicans. And that's also what taking back Trump's America is about. I'm pleased now to introduce um, somebody who, in some sense, came to my rescue after they put me in leg iron, Steve. Um, this is a man, Jacob Wells. He's the chief executive officer of a wonderful crowdfunding site called GiveSendGo.com, GiveSendGo.com. And when I was put in leg irons and had to make the decision to finally get an attorney, I was doing it all by myself beforehand because I didn't want them to bankrupt me like the Democrats love to do. Um, I got uh, in touch with Jacob to talk about his um, website, and he helped me raise to date almost $300,000 for my legal field. So, Jacob, what I'd like you to do is, is explain to this audience, the War Room audience, um, about your site, how it came to pass, and why, if people are in times of trouble and they're right. on the conservative side of the fence, why you will never cancel or take their money like some of these other crown forces. Right. Yeah. It's yours. Peter, thanks so much for giving me this opportunity. Give, Send, Go was birthed in 2014. It was an, an idea that we saw. Um, we realized that money... It does meet people's material needs, but it doesn't meet all of our needs. There are things beyond money that this world, uh, that affect us in this world. And, and we saw other sites, like the big ones that we know that are taking everyone down, kind of come in on full steam. And we said, there's something bigger and better than, than just fund me. And so we launched Give, Send, Go back in 2016 and have seen it grown tremendously over the past six years. Um, we're now in 85 countries being used all around the world to share hope and freedom with people um, as they're traveling through life and, and coming across difficult circumstances. And they've attacked you. You've had, had bots come at you. You've right. had all sorts of people come at you. Talk a little bit about right. what it's like to try to fend that off. Yeah, you know, it, it's a journey. We've, we've been, you know, had a great opportunity to bring a lot of great people on recently to help bolster those defenses. Some of you probably saw us over in uh, Ottawa with the trucker campaign. That was yeah. a big one recently, where GoFundMe decided to pull the plug on protesters that were legally protesting. GoFundMe is another crowdsourcing thing. Left-wing, progressive, woke, and they took the truckers' money away before they could use them. Right. You were there, sir. Yeah, we were there. And, and we actually quickly um, grew past what they raised on, on that site, and they raised $13 million on Give, Send, Go. Um, $13 the million? $13 million in just a awesome. matter of a couple of days. Yeah, absolutely amazing what can happen when people come together yes. for a cause. And, and our platform is capable to do that. We've grown tremendously. Our security is enhanced uh, tremendously as well. But we have come under attack, like you've said. We've had some of the big players come after us. And, and what we've said is we're going to stand and fight for freedom because we understand. I say this all the time. I'm, I'm a military veteran myself. I say... The freedom that we have came at a very high price. It was the blood of men and women who gave up their lives so that we could live in freedom. I am not going to walk on, on top of that for the sake of my ideological bent. And so we're going to stand for freedom as we walk this out. We're going to do the best that we can. Um, and we're going to give people a voice that have been um, robbed of their voice by other big tech companies. And we're going to continue to champion that. Sir, I just want to thank you for, for being there. You, you were a godsend to me at the right time. And I really want to thank uh, the prayers I get from that mm. side as much as, as the dollars. So we're going to let you go now. Thank but, you, Peter. Uh, God go with you, and, and we will 
keep working with you on Give, Send, Go. And God bless you. If there's anybody out there in the audience who needs the kind of, of fundraising, uh, check out Give, Send, Go, sir. Thank you, Peter. Thank you. All right. I got my brother, Walsh here, one of my, uh, my big, big war room heroes on the economy. Uh, we are in uh, a time of trouble here, Dave. Um, give us your chessboard look as we, as we see the, both the bond market and stock market imploding. Well, we're, the, the core of the issue really remains energy, and President Trump's appropriate focus on energy dominance, low-cost natural gas, an abundance of it, low-cost oil, and us being the dominant producer globally, having baseload continuous-duty energy facilities, coal plants, nuclear plants, large-frame combined cycle plants, all of the lack of all that, and this, this administration suppressing the build of that kind of capacity, suppressing more pipelines for gas in the country to serve citizens in the country, suppressing gas production in the Gulf, offshore, have added just so mightily to this inflation and the issues we're having that even nominal interest rate hikes that are needed that go along with this inflation to fight it aren't going to get the job done unless energy is resolved to be produced in mass. We're blessed with enormous resources and we're, we're standing on them. We're, we're not acting out. Do you see any hope on the horizon that this current regime would ever restore energy independence like Trump had? I, I don't, because too, too much, every single department, the Interior Department, the EPA, the Treasury Department now, our, our Treasury Department chair decides she needs to opine on the environment and about getting off of oil and gas and fossil fuels. That has nothing to do with the purview of the Secretary of the Treasury. But despite that, she's got this mantra. It is their strategy to end any dependence whatsoever on fossil fuels. So with that being the undergirded strategy of the administration, I don't see any way forward except more brownouts, more blackouts, more service curtailments, and less continuous duty energy that we've been accustomed to in this developed country. And how does that spill over into our food costs? Hugely, hugely. It was obviously little known by Moynihan, the chairman of Bank America, when he decided to ration lending to major oil producers that natural gas is the primary feedstock, for example, of 80% of our fertilizers globally, 80%. The uh, nitrogens, the ammonias come from natural gas in, in primary fertilizers. We are in desperate condition without oil and ga gas specifically for fertilizer, let alone running tractors and farm machinery. And, and so it's not just the Biden war on that. It's also what's happening with Putin shutting down the gas resources. Yeah, uh, Germany and England are in dire straits because of their conscious decisions in part over the last 20 years to void out and close continuous duty energy plants such as coal plants in Germany and the UK. The UK has none. Germany's actually reopened 10, 10 gigawatts of coal plants. They have to. Uh, but before that, they shut down a huge number of them. Their nuclear capacity, they shut down huge mistakes to get totally dependent on Russian gas. Insane in the case of Germany. England is now living on our gas, our imported LNG, and yeah. Norway's gas. Yes. And meanwhile, we're shutting down our fields. Um, let me bring hey, in hey, now hey, uh, Peter, this is, this Peter, 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 Peter. No, hey, Peter, hang, Peter, hang, Peter, hang on one second. Uh, Ford Motor Company just announced at the close uh, $1 billion of increased cost. Uh, the stock is down 5%, and they say that is because inflation-related and supply chain, and part of the inflation-related is fuel costs. Uh, do you anticipate, Peter, 
and Dave, a lot more announcements like this coming from companies, and their stock is getting hammered in after aftermarket trading because it's caught everybody by surprise. You guys see more of this happening? Well, I'll go first, then, then Dave. <laughs> Look, it catches everybody's surprise on CNBC and the Biden White House, but on the war room, we, we bet Dave's been ahead of the curve, Cortez. Me, you, Steve. I mean, look, th this is a, a product of stagflation. When you do, when you have the kind of uh, impulses rippling through the world economy like you are having now, it's got to eventually depress earnings. They, they were levitating for a while, and the stock market was doing okay for a while because the Congress was putting so much money into the system, but it was a methadrine high and now it's collapsing before our eyes. And it's just important politically because Joe Biden, with that speech last night, he's in a race to November to see what goes first. Can he keep deceiving the people of America or is reality going to catch up with him? And FedEx, I think it was yesterday, for today, uh, Dave. Well, I, I think we've seen this already in the case, Steve, of Amazon. Q1 and Q2 earnings report for Amazon. They didn't make a big issue of it, but I think endemic to their issues, huge losses, the gas-powered fleet that is massive of their stuff, and then their 200 or so million square foot warehouses that are all air-conditioned, they suffered enormous energy uplift costs in the first two quarters, owing to their, in large part, horrible results. So this is going on, plus the aluminum industry, we got smelters being shut down in Tennessee, where we've taken advantage of cheap TVA power, now so costly, we've got aluminum production. Yeah, being yeah, what's weird to me, Dave, uh, is how these companies are missing their guidance. I mean, their guidance should have been right if they saw the chessboard like Dave Walsh. I mean, come on. It's like, it's like oh, big surprise. They missed their guidance, and the, and the stock price goes down. So I guess... Is, were they really that stupid? Well, if, if you're, excuse my being direct, if you're a woke company that is buying green energy credits to tell your shareholders and your constituents you're using green energy, but you're really not, you're just buying coupons that arguably buy somebody's green capacity, and you're really at nighttime using natural gas, coal, and nuclear, you're not really getting cheap energy costs. You're, right. you're doing something for image, buying green credits, so you can't really admit that the energy costs are killing. By, by the way, if the Trump White it. House were in power now, we'd have a lot more light on our set here. It's, 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 it's dim. <laughs> <laughs> not enough energy here. Yeah, not enough energy here. He's still got it on in Capitol Hill. The have the haves over there. They'll, they'll still be okay, Steve. But the rest of us in the Florida hold, 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 hold it, it's like Dave. Dave, I didn't want to say anything. Hold it, Dave. I didn't want to say anything. Peter's well lit. Peter's well lit. You're kind of in the shade, but Navarro's that kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, well, I've been, I've yeah, been well lit for a while in a lot of ways here in this town. But uh, that, that's a whole other story. But, but do me a favor, Steve. Give me a few minutes with the inestimable Vicki Ward here on, on, uh, on Dave's right. But, but if you have any final thoughts for Dave, go at it. No, no, no. But hold it, hold it. First off, uh, the lawyers want to know. Hang on. How can Vicki Ward from Vanity Fair and CNN? How can we have her on with her contract when Maggie Haberman tells us CNN won't let her come on War Room? What's happening here? Is, is John Malone starting to ease up over there and letting the CNN contributors and CNN uh, folks come on War Room?
<laughs> okay, Steve, can you hear me? Oh, um, we can hear you. Okay, yes, I thank can hear you, you so Vicky. much for giving me the opportunity. <laughs> can giving me the opportunity to plug Vicky Ward Investigates, my own Substack newsletter. Yes. Yes. I am not at CNN oh, wow. or Vanity Fair. Oh, I, wow. I do independent journalism, which, believe it or not, gets picked up uh, on the left on MSNBC when I write about Jared Kushner and break stories, and by Tucker Carlson on Fox when I write about uh, Russian oligarchs who've not been sanctioned by this Treasury Department and who have ties to the Biden family. So I am a l rare, that rare thing, an yeah. independent journalist. Please note, Peter Navarro, I've read your let, book Hold on, let me tell let me tell let me tell our audience this is the single toughest investigative reporter in New York City or Washington DC, Vicky Ward. And now that you've got your substack and you're not weighed down by corporate media, uh, I think you're gonna be off the chain. You're gonna be off the chain. Thank yes, you. Uh, off the chain. And we, you know what, look. Um, we're clearly on the other side of a lot of aisles, but I think there's some well, commonalities. You, you read my book. Why don't you talk a little bit? I, I, you don't know that, you actually, and, and I have no problem saying I'm a registered independent because I think investigative journalists should be independent. Yeah. Um, and I think it's really important to um, understand, which is something, Peter, you say in your book, is to listen to all points of view before coming to... Uh, any conclusions you actually end your book um advising uh president trump should he win in 2024 to maybe make friends with cnn under a new regime so you and i actually agree on that yes and he he actually has has suggested to them that they move back a little bit from uh, from where they are but let, let's talk a little bit about why you called me and talked a little bit about Kushner and what you see in the book where, where you and I might agree on some things. It's the book's Taking Back Trump's America. Obviously, today's the launch. Uh, we got a great setting here. And, right. and I was honored to have Vicky to take the train down from New York to grill me here. So grill me. <laughs> well, Fire thank you away. for having me. Um, <laughs> as Steve and you both know, I did write a book about Jared Kushner, uh, Kushner Inc. And um, I was struck uh, by the scene that you describe, I didn't know about it because it happened after my book was out, where you brought Bernie Marcus and Steve Handler, whom I know well, uh, to meet, and Steve Bannon, in, to meet with uh, Donald Trump. And it was agreed that the campaign needed shaking up um, and that uh, it was suggested and agreed by President Trump that Jared Kushner needed to go um, and Steve Bannon should come in. Um, but. But as you describe it, hang on, President hang on. I just Trump want to hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I just hang on, hang on. I just hold, 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 hold. I just want to make sure I was not in any of those meetings. I don't know what the book says, but I was not in any of those meetings. I've heard about okay. the story. No, but I, I the was book not in any of those say meetings. that. Okay, yeah. well, book, I, I to be right. clear, book the, the book does not say that. Like but Steve, Steve was, was Handler. Off, I'm an, off, in, off. I'm, but, okay. but Handler. Yeah, let me just tell the story real quick because there's some interesting detail in there. It's like. So, so uh, it starts with Marcus seeing Kushner go off the rails, saying the pandemic's over, and it's like it's not over, and he knows we're going to get hammered. So it's like time to get him out, bring Steve Bannon in back, back again in August, like he rode to the rescue in 2016. And the funny part about it is, Vicky was like 
Trump wanted him on the, the Jewish Sabbath Saturday night because he knew that would be the one time that Jared I would I not be that. around. I read that. Yes. I noticed. what, But what I thought was particularly um, poignant and really struck a chord with me was how Trump said he could not deliver the news personally yes. to Jared because as I reported, and, and that it, Bernie Marcus was supposed to do it, and Jared Enron Bernie Marcus at the end of the day. Um, what's, you know, what, what that reminded me of was again and again how actually Trump had not wanted Jared Kushner in his own White House, but that was unable again and again to actually get rid of him with disastrous results, you would say, for the campaign effort, I would say, for our foreign policy and much else. Oh, I would say, uh, to be clear, there's two people, Nikki, if they had never darkened the door of the White House, Trump would still be there. One of them was Treasury Secretary Mnuchin, who gutted too many times our China policy. But Kushner, he was a, a, a full-scale wreck. Um, he was soft on China, which killed us. He's also back-channeling trying to leverage his contacts for when he got out and raised money. They put him in, he, he, he put himself and, in charge and, of the pandemic. Um, he screwed that up, got in my way constantly. But worst of all, he ran the worst campaign in modern presidential history. The contrast between what Kushner did in 2020, what Stephen K. Bannon did with 20 people on an airplane in 2016 is night and day. And, and Kushner ultimately prevented Steve from coming back by disrespecting the great Bernie Marcus, and I'm glad that story caught your attention. It did, and I will just say on the Kushner note, where is the Oversight Committee's investigation into Jared Kushner's dealings with Mohammed bin Salman? They've gone very quiet. There's, uh, and I, I raise that as well. But I, I call Jared in, the, in, in Taking Back Trump's America the clown prince, which is an obvious takeoff on... Uh, yes. The, the Saudi crown crown prince. Hey, and by the way, the crown prince of Saudi Arabia would play Kushner like 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 a puppet. It was just and Jared's weakness was he always thought he was the puppet master when in fact he was the puppet. Well, let's see how this story. Hey, uh, let's see how this story hey, ends. <laughs> Pete, Peter, yeah, yeah, yeah Peter. We, we've got yeah, we, go ahead, we've got a hard. Take, we, take hang, us out, brother. We've got a hard out. Uh, to Vicky, take us out. Now, Vicky, real quickly, how do people how do people get to your Substack? How do they get to you on social media for your all your reports and everything up to date with you? Thank you, Steve. You go Vicky Ward investigates on Substack.com, and I try and break news once a week. I write at least twice a week, so find me. It, all right, Peter. Admiral, thank uh, you. We got that, Peter. Uh, real quickly, real quickly, how they get to how they get how they get to it. Let's go buy, uh, buy it on Amazon right now. Drive it to number one, courtesy of the War Room, PeterNavarro.com. Uh, more generally, get her, the Twitter killer, Real P. Navarro. Do it. Admiral, pleasure, honor and to be on your ship, brother. At Dave, Dave Walsh. Walsh Energy. We'll be back. With Dave Walsh Energy. We'll be back 10 a.m. tomorrow morning live in the War Room. Trump's America. That's the incendiary new book from former Trump trade czar Peter Navarro, available on Amazon today. Stephen K. Bannon calls Taking Back Trump's America a brass-knuckled insider's account of the merciless 2020 fall and miraculous 2024 rise of the White House of Trump. 
Taking Back Trump's America is the blueprint for a new Trump White House that will truly make America great once again. Order Taking Back Trump's America today on Amazon.